This week on the Vampcast, we return you to a time where the only thing made in China is revenge. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, hey Bamfcast. Episode 258. Ah, that's a number. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first time. And then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Hooray for robot jocks. We like that. And the bad bad movies is a stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags and some douchebags after Twilight. <sighs> Boo. Boo. Don't Not like garbage. It. Boo. Don't like that. So, um, another random movie. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did China O'Brien from 1990. China. Yeah. Starring the Banffcast's own Cynthia Rock Rock. Mm-hmm. There is quite a litany of Banffcast mm-hmm. alums happening in China O'Brien. Sure and she's are. sort of, like, she's spry. Oh, yeah. Much more spry than, like, undefeatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's, how many... Rothrock movies have we watched now? This is the third. Third, I third? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, let's get a plot summary out of the way and talk more okay. about it. Okay, you should do that. Okay. China O'Brien, a big city policewoman and martial arts trainer, is forced to hand in her badge and head home to her father and the small town where she grew up. The peaceful town she knew is now struggling against the clutches of organized crime. Mm. Oh, no. No. That's too bad. That is too bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's a darn shame, isn't it, Chuck? Yeah. It's terrible. It's, a, it's, a, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's crying shame. So terrible. So. Well, I will say this about this one. It mm-hmm. feels much more like a Cynthia Rothrock movie than the other couple that we've done. It does it? Well, I mean, in that she's the main primary focus? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Because yeah. the other ones are like, Cynthia Rothrock, but then she's not always kind of like the main person. Undefeatable, kind of, but. Well, because those are Godfrey Ho movies where he's just splicing oh, yeah. the other other crazy shit. Yeah, that's yep. true. This was made by a filmmaker. <laughs> yes, an auteur, if yes. you will. Yes. A Banffcast alum also, Robert Klaus. Yep, Robert Klaus, who we have not Klaus. seen his most famous film, but we have seen Jim Cotta. Yeah, we've seen Jim Cotta. We've seen Black, Black Belt, Belt Jones. Jones. Yep. And this. And now China O'Brien. Yes. We're circling around. <laughs> we're, we're getting we'll get, there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the movie opens and uh, she's in the middle of class, teaching class. Uh, yep. And it's kind of jarring because it's just, you know, like, like they, they never stop the, the, the soundtrack, like the, her talking, but they're just cutting between her kind of giving some instruction and then credits. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's, just, it's mm-hmm. kind of weird for like, through. it's a strange credit sequence, not well done. No. And um, eventually it's like, it kind of comes to the end and one of her students is like, Ah, uh, screw this! I'm going to get a drink. She's like, "No drinking until class is over." And he's like, "Yeah, well, screw this! I'm out of here," and walks out. Well, no, he's like, he's she like, kicks the cup out of his oh, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "You're just a show off. You can't really fight. Meet me in an alley, and me and my five friends will fight you." Right. Mm-hmm. And his name is Termite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Termite. Yeah. But yeah, but then he goes outside, I guess, to get ready for the fight, and some other guys jump him. Yep. And beat him up. Yep. Basically, like, you know, throwing him, him off to the side. So she comes outside to this alley and thinks that she's fighting Termite's gang, but it's really actual gang members, I guess. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. But she fights, like, ten of them until finally, like, one dude shows up and says, no, this is real. 
Yeah, well, like, I guess like <laughs> her her uh, assistants or other students or whatever find the guy beat up outside, right. and she's like, oh no, China's in trouble. Right? Yeah, but the whole time she's beating up the guy, she's putting moves on him and going, yes, uh, and she's calling out what she's doing. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, and how it defends against this, yeah. that, and the other. Yeah, because she thinks Termite is there listening. Right, right. She's teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but eventually the other guy Pest finds control. Termite <laughs> and goes... China's fighting real guys. Yeah. It's not your buddy. This isn't Termite's crew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And then he runs in and suddenly he's just like fighting dudes. Yeah. Everyone's fighting. Just dudes coming and, in off camera fighting. And and like we said, like real filmmakers, like these fight scenes are filmed well because they're shot further away. Mm-hmm. So you can actually see the people doing the moves. It's not, you know, everything nowadays where the camera is in somebody's armpit and yep. you get flashes of whatever. So yeah. They, so even if the and the takes are pretty long too. They are. There's there's a few sh- like whenever they need her to like really flip around and they stuff. It's it not. Up. Well, it's not her. Yeah. It's very much not her. But everything else, the fighting and stuff. Man, she's a credible movie fighter. Like oh, yeah. I don't know anything about her real life. You know, like competition wise or anything like that. But in the movies that we've seen of her, mm-hmm. she is a competent ass kicker. Yeah. And that's the entire opening scene of this is her just wrecking dudes. Well, yeah. And she knows how to sell a punch yeah. and a kick and everything. And and this is one of those movies where, like, if you get kicked in the stomach, you're going to fly across the room like you've been shot with a shotgun. Yeah. It's okay. like there's force behind. It's like the Jackie Chan style of just you get hit in the stomach and you're flying 10 mm-hmm. feet back. Yeah. It's, well, and it's also stuntmen who are like, no, hit me. Yeah. Like, like let's oh, not, yeah. Half let's these not dudes are us. getting hit. Yeah. Well, I was <laughs> like, gonna, go I, ahead. Kick me in the chest. I mean, That's did, cool. I mean, we already said it's a different kind of filmmaker, but it's also produced by like Golden Harvest. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is the, I mean, the Bruce Lee and a lot of early Jackie Chan yeah. producers, you know, behind Just those crazy scenes. stuntmen who yeah. lived to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, they were bred for that. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's a, it's a, it's a big difference watching this movie to watching undefeatable, which really only came out three years later, but I think they filmed this movie about two years or three years before it came out, maybe? Yeah. The, I mean, she's consi- she looks got- considerably younger, and she's obviously... I mean, she may be in better shape, but it's also, I think, also a combination of better filmmaking, too. Because, yeah. I mean, she is much more convincingly kicking guys' asses. Yes. Instead of, like, the, you know, as we said, if you get up too close and cut away from actual action. I mean, yeah. she's spry and, and flipping yes. and doing crazy stuff, like, right away. Yeah, I mean, right away she does that move where dude is, like, in front of her messing with her and she yeah, does like the kick the, over the, the shoulders head. or whatever yeah. yeah where it's like brings her foot back up over her head kick the dude on the top is of the it, head is it like the what do they call it the reverse reverse crane or something like that is that some what it is? i don't know the scorpion kick. but yeah I don't know. she did it in that other movie and it was just like that's impressive that's yeah. you mm-hmm. should always do that <laughs> just anytime someone comes at you yeah. just let them the get close early, and then do that that first 10 minutes there yeah. it is yeah yeah but yeah so they she spends a while beating up dudes another dude hops in and starts beating people up and termite kind of doesn't do much fighting and wanders out and then she spots somebody coming out of the out of the shadows with a gun pointed at him and so she, bang bang she produces, this produces gun the gun out, out of, of this her. mystery shirt puffy thing that she's wearing and that has not restricted her movement at all no or, but no it's a nice flowy garment yeah, yeah. but so, lots of room and to she's move got a nice arms. scarf on too oh, during yeah. this oh, whole yeah. fight this big giant scarf um yeah but she, she pulls out a nice <laughs> nice big cop six shooter and uh-huh. just blasts this guy yeah and then to. Cut to the chief is like, you know, that was a kid, right? Well, she's like, no, you no, he, he says, goes, you wouldn't, you couldn't have known it was a kid. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he had a gun. He, she, he was basically trying to talk her out of like, you did the right thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, he was going to kill that guy that, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, nope, badge gun. I'm yeah. done. Can't be a cop. Anymore. I just, I, I can't be responsible for shooting mm-hmm. people who are going to shoot someone else. So I got to go. 
I'll never touch another gun. She does say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's ever true, actually. The, yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. she doesn't arm herself. No, she never arms. Her. She doesn't need to. But she never picks up any of the guns. I don't think she no. touches a gun. Period. Yeah, she yeah. never touches a gun. Staying true to it. Good job, movie. Yeah, We're I proud of you. She might have had one on her hip though when she. Eh, whatever. We'll get there. Okay, possibly. But yep. Um. Yeah. So she so, she says like, all right. Well, I'm no longer a cop. I'm going to drive home. Yep. And so it's you know, <laughs> it's, it's, so, but, well, it's, it's 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 you know low budget movie uh, time padding you know driving and and travel sequence. Yeah. You know, driving through the desert, play a song, and show every little step of her pulling into town, and mm-hmm. that it's small town Utah or wherever mm-hmm. it is. And well, they never say where it is. No, but they talk about Salt the Lake end, City. The end stuff. credits show the film. Yeah, they did, the they, Utah yeah. Filmmaking Commission. Yeah. It, yeah. It, they it mentioned like Salt Utah. Lake, so yeah. But um, yeah, she just uh, gets into town and uh, she she runs into Matt like first thing, right? Like, doesn't she just kind of? She's pull driving. Somewhere? She parks, she, yeah. and then Matt just sort of runs by with his running group, who mm-hmm. we never see again. Or she's waiting to turn onto a road or something. He's no, like, she's yeah. parked. I think it was his kids. I think I think the implication was is that oh, he was he's a like football a, coach. Yeah, oh. that's that. Well, okay. Yeah. He said something along the lines of my, you know, my football players or something like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, he runs by and he's like, China. Yeah. And that's Richard Norton. China. Banff Cast alum. I don't think we mentioned. Oh, China. Yeah. He's an American ninja. Oh. Uncredited in American Ninja. He was still in American Ninja. Yes. Lots of people were in American Ninja. I know. Just saying. Wasn't he also in uh, Roadhouse 2? Roadhouse 2. Junkata. Junkata. Yep. Bunches of stuff. I will be seeing more of him. I can guarantee that. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, so they, he's just like, oh, good to see you, China. Yeah, he's like, give me a ring or I'll give you a call later. You're staying with your dad, right? Let right. me put my right. mouth on you first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, I'm going to go find my dad. Here, so, have a smooch. Um, <laughs> All right. Does she go home first or just go straight to the police station? She goes straight, straight to the police, police station. station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's not there. There's skeevy guy. Yeah. Yes. Working. Deputy Skeevy. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, he's sheriff's not here, but you're in luck because you got me. What can I do for you, lady? Yeah. Or he keeps calling her girl, like little girl. Little yeah. girl. It's like, yeah. I, no. Hey, little girl. He's like, well, no, I just had business for the sheriff. See you later. He's like, well, he might be at this, uh, what was it, the Beaver Creek? Beaver yeah, Creek. Beaver Creek, Beaver Creek Inn. Inn. Yeah. And they get a, he gets a call on the radio from someone not police officer. Like, hey, the sheriff's at the Beaver Creek Inn again. Maybe you should stop him from doing that. And he's like, up, oh, uh, customer here. And she's like, hmm, okay, I'll just go to the Beaver Creek Inn. Yeah. And then it cuts to the Beaver Creek Inn where there's like a community theater production of oh. some weird <laughs> crime scene going on where it like starts mid scene where Harry Guy has a bottle broken and the sheriff's like, come on, you're coming with us because crimes. And the whole bar is like, nah, this is not happening. Yeah. Ha ha ha. We are not. There's 30 of us, and we're going to murder the sheriff in the middle of town. And so it's this weird, and then like the deputy fires a shot into the ceiling, and it's like, the next one's in kneecaps. (laughs) And everyone's like, well, all right, go with him. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's very much like you get a very uh, rolling vengeance vibe from that bar. It's like, okay, all the crime is confined to this one bar in town. That's going to be the problem spot. Fine. Okay. So they leave and just apparently miss China on the road. Yeah. Because then she shows up at the bar later. And comes in and just immediately everyone's like, hey, look at you. You're a lady. Meh, pushing. Yeah, you know. she's not dressed in garbage. <laughs> well, she's she runs not wearing garbage. She runs into someone she went to high school with. Oh, God. And she's just like, Well, she ah, doesn't really mm, run into them. Well. I mean, she goes in and just gets sexually harassed yes, the entire time all the way yeah. getting up to the bar. When she gets to the bar and is like, you know, where's my dad? They're like, yep. your dad's gone, lady. Yeah. 
And then that's when like waitress comes out from the back and she's like, Hey, come here. You, I went to school with you and you went to a big city and you say big words now. And yeah, it's one of those conversations where no matter what she says, this lady just wants to argue and fight with her. Yeah. And then it just turns into mild Donnybrook compared to what happens later. Uh, yeah, but it's just like dudes just like, Hey, come here. And, grab it well yeah well the waitress is like i'm gonna break your face and she's like yeah. i really don't want to break your hand like, okay <laughs> right so she you know gets her in a little submission hold thing and then another guy takes a swing iron she does that yeah. and then like dudes are you know busting out knives and stuff yeah. and there's a there's a secrety guy playing asteroids mm-hmm. and he's just like looking at everything he's lurking yeah and like one guy busts out a knife and he just immediately just kicks that out of his hand trying to, I, I think trying to stay kind of stealthy like he didn't really want to get involved but he's yeah. kind of quickly like yeah Knife gone. Mm-hmm. And that guy, Dakota. As we learn later. Dakota. Also, Bamcast alum. Yeah. For something we established. I, he's in one of these things. Uh, he's yeah. in Picasso Trigger. That's it. Okay. okay. Yeah. He's also in both Mortal Kombat movies, which Ooh. we have not covered, but. Nor should we. <laughs> oh, we totally should. But yes, he's Reptile in one of them and Sub-Zero in the other. Nice. <laughs> uh, but the best, the best part about this little fight is, like, she just kind of, like, quickly dismisses some of the people. And then it's like, all right, I'm out of here, you know. And a couple of people are like, yeah, you you go, girl. And then, she gets a round of applause. Yeah, and then like like I don't know, about six guys are like, let's get her, because she's already she's like, all right, I'm I'm done and I'm out of here. And she's like mm-hmm. starting to get uh, like round the corner and out the door. And these guys come to the doorway and are like, hey, you stop! And she just turns around and kicks the one in front like hard in the chest and just dominoes him backwards yeah, and yeah. all the other guys. They get down, the like, shit out bowling of that dude. Bit. Yeah, but yeah. she like dust comes off his mm-hmm. shirt when it happens. It's pretty great. Yeah. And, and then she gets down. in her car and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> hey, little... Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those like mid-sentence yeah. things. Like, We're not done with you! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And then she just goes back to the police uh, station and by now, you know, dad's back there. I think it's kind of funny because like they're they're booking this guy. Like meanwhile, the lawyer's already there trying to post bail, and he's like, "Well, we're going to finish booking him first. Yeah. Then yeah. Well, the lawyer's standing outside. Yeah. Doesn't uh, even let them get in the door with yeah. him. It's like Apparently, they had set. already they had already set the bail before yeah. he even got booked or arraigned. Yeah, There's yeah. just no due process of law yeah. in this town. It's like bail's been set for hundred dollars. Are you even going to bring him inside? What's the point? Yeah. And sheriff's like, "Yeah, I'm going to do my job because I'm sheriff and mm-hmm. justice." <laughs> So they bring him in and start fingerprinting him, and everyone—I mean, everyone in the scene except for the sheriff—is just shifty-eyed and just like. Well, no, the the one deputy. Well, is, yeah, is fine. The, the other young deputy, but like deputy skeevy and lawyer guy and big hairy Brutus man are just you know just like all conspiring with their eyes, mm-hmm. and that's when Rothrock sneaks in. And comes up behind her dad and just sort of bear hugs him, which really not the best time to be doing this, considering what he just went through and what she went through. But and she, also the level of just pure chaos that's in this town. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's just like that can only be my daughter. Hey. I was I was really hoping he was gonna like you know like judo flip her over his shoulder like because <laughs> right. like oh I taught you everything I knew. <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't sneak up on me. Yeah, but no, she's like daddy. They reunite. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They go home. Um, the Aussie dude calls. Matt calls, and I'm. I don't know. Just things happen. It's just sort they of do, like, yes. like I, it's just sort of like, hey, establish. There's a long stretch of and, talking. I mean, yeah, and then like Matt calls, and he kind of gets more into the picture, and is like, you know, I want to get to know you again, blah blah blah. <laughs> skipping ahead, basically, like to the next time that anything you know meaningful happens uh-huh. is the de- she's at home, and the dad gets a call that. 
um, like the next day that there's trouble at the mill. Trouble at the mill. Yeah, this, <laughs> this guy's been poaching, Timmy fell in a well. poaching trees off my land or yeah. something like that. And yep. you know, get down here to the mill. They're about to you know saw up my tree. They're gonna cut my trees. So yeah. So she's like, "Can I go with you, Dad?" He's like, uh, "Sure, why not? Yeah. Town's already lawless enough. Just yeah, get in the car." So they ride off to the mill, and yeah. this is just I, again just painting the picture of just how lawless and terrible this town is. Like. The guy that's accusing them of having stolen the trees and is pointing at the trees, going, "That's my mark yeah. on the trees." Uh, like the whole, like the second they show up here, like guys are just, you know, getting behind the wood piles and like ready to jump them. I mean, yeah. it's like it's. I mean, there might as well, there's like swinging chains, and a guy grabs a chainsaw. I mean, they're just like, "Well, time to fucking murder the sheriff." Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, damn, y'all, <laughs> this syndicate isn't going to last very long unless you guys get some structure and right. maybe yeah. organize your level of <laughs> anger. <laughs> You can't just go, oh, bat, my mistake. I'm sorry. You caught us. Mm. Here's your trees back. But no, they flat out try to murder everyone. Uh, yeah. And she hangs back, so she's not like in the middle of... No. Well, the sheriff's got his gun sheriff. drawn. Yeah, the sheriff has to draw his gun because yeah. he's like, listen, it, you're shutting this down. Yeah. We're Until doing we this. investigate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, nah, no. Fuck off. Yeah. And guy sneaks up behind him, starts ramming his hand to get him to drop the gun. And that's when it's just chaos. Yeah. And, and also, Dakota has been following China around yeah. on his dirt bike. Has not said a word no. throughout the entire sequence of everything that he's been in. Just sneaking around. Yeah. And eventually, he's he's behind someone who is aiming a like an M16 at her. Yeah. And, you know, kicks that out of their hands and then gets in a few... A few decent fights where he does some nice kicks where he he likes to kick multiple people with one swing. Yeah. Oh, he comes at two. He's really good at it in yeah. slow motion and you know jump kicks both of them in the face. At, yeah, in he, the he same kicks, kick. He kicks the one guy in the neck with the right foot. Yeah. Kicks the other guy in the neck with the left foot, and then swings the right foot around again. Yeah. To get the other guy in the head again. Yeah. Those guys got it rough. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of people get buried under wood chips. Yeah. Sawdust, whatever. Yeah, they suffocate to death. Yep, they're dead. Uh, Sucks to be them. Yep. <laughs> they should have stayed on the good side of the law. But, you know, again, Rothrock is holding her own in the scene. It kind of seemed like, oh, no, they're bringing in a guy who can fight so they don't have to have her mm-hmm. fight. But, no, she was, uh, you know, she, yeah. uh, immediately guy with a chainsaw is, like, right there trying to murder her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why is this the best idea for him? I don't like, know. I she, just... I, the balls on this guy to He's, just be like, I'm just going to chainsaw her up. It. I'm chainsawing you to death. Yeah. I've I mean, always wanted to do this. <laughs> I didn't I didn't wear my good jeans today. So, so yeah. chainsaw well, death right. is all right. I didn't right. wear my, my Chuck Norris crotch gusset <laughs> jeans. Yeah. So might as well just get chunks of china all over me as I, <laughs> as I carve her up. Chunks of china. <laughs> it's my new Panda Express spinoff <laughs> restaurant. Uh, yeah. So they... Uh, from here, cut to yeah. them in front of the judge. Yeah, and the lawyer's list, like, "She came, the the <laughs> sheriff came on the property and harassed my client and just drew a gun and just yeah, and, way and, overstepped and the law." Like, yeah. He wouldn't he wouldn't listen to the law. He refused to allow us to find anything. And like, and he didn't even have a warrant. And and immediately the judge is like, "The law is out of control in this city. They're just harassing citizens, innocent people, yeah. being murdered by sawdust." Thanks to those two guys who got killed, got no justice at all. No, that didn't matter. (laughs) But yeah, no, Ned Beatty, the judge, is is very much not actually Ned. No, but he has (laughs) he he just has that. He's Ned Beatty ish. Yeah, but he's he's clearly on the take. He's just oh yeah, like these guys. These are fine young men. Obvious that he's on the take. Yeah, sheriff, you're out of line. And listen here, sheriff's little girl. If you ever 
so much as come to your father's defense again, I will see that your father arrests you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which Oh yeah, I'm gonna huh? put you in jail. <laughs> no, you're fucking not, you idiot. So He's the sheriff. Yeah. So yeah, they, <laughs> they leave. And uh Yeah, and he gets home and he's just like, Man, shit, what can you do? Yeah, what can you do? It's out of it's out of control around here. It's yeah. this guy Summers, he runs everything and everyone knows it. Yeah. At some point they've introduced like the main main bad guy of this which mm-hmm. at first it seemed like it was going to be goatee guy who runs the the beaver creek inn yeah <laughs> he seemed like he would be a beaver a creek decent inn. foil mm-hmm. but it turns out to be this super old guy who speaks in a really high voice who is not menacing in any way shape yeah. or form and can't really act well so, they make him menacing by giving him like chained up lady in his bedroom for no reason which is just weird and right gross. yeah he has like this one floor house and apparently it's like a sex dungeon to where he's just calling waitresses from the beaver creek Inn, mm-hmm. and they have to go over there and get chained up and it's gross so yeah, yeah that's how they make him threatening is by doing that because mm-hmm. nothing else he does is yeah and at that scary. point they reveal for sure that the other deputy is on oh, yeah. the take with him because these you could tell when yeah, you walked in oh sure yeah it's the craggy face well yeah, yeah but, i mean they have him playing poker with them yeah and them asking him all sorts of questions about what's going on yeah. in the precinct. He's like, hey, hey, yeah. So they've made it clear that, yeah, they, there's no, there's no face turn for this guy. No, He's, no. Well, it, 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 he they they further sell it by the fact that like you know sheriffs come back now after getting you know his uh, almost getting arrested himself or mm-hmm. you know for whatever he for just, trying for to trying to do the law. Actually, yes, yeah. for trying to do the law. <laughs> yeah. do actually, the law. law. I mean, so he comes law. back to the to the police station and grabs the you know the young. Not craggy faced, you know, evil looking one. Yeah. I was like, all right, come into my office and close the door. And so, you know, whatever his face is, I. Deputy Skeevy. Yeah, Deputy (laughs) Skeevy goes down, like, into, like, the the basement of the the police uh, precinct and has, like, this power junction box where he's set up a speaker that he can listen into the sheriff's office. He's bugged the sheriff's office. But it's like this big comical speaker inside of this thing. Which he stares right into, like, like he's seeing the, (laughs) the conversation. Uh, so yeah, the, and the sheriff's talking about well, you know, we got to go get the feds. Yeah, we got we got guys from Salt Lake that we can trust. And, yeah, yeah, we'll bring them in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is like when they're nope. like, we need to escalate our level of crime. Oh, and they and, do from chainsaws to <laughs> yeah. just flat out murdering everybody because because they're at home and sheriff China, dad China you know, yeah China and the sheriff and sheriff dad gets a call and it's just like what what's on fire? Call the fire department. Okay. All right, yeah, fine. We'll, we'll meet you out. We'll there. be right there. And so he runs out, and you know China and whoever the lady is living. No, out. China gets a call like right afterwards. Oh, that's yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's Matt boyfriend mm-hmm. Matt. Right. It's like, hey, what are you doing? Hi, oh, hi, hi. <laughs> Sheriff Foster's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. So it's she's Australia delayed. <laughs> she's just delayed for half a second. He goes out, gets in passenger or gets in driver's seat of car. Mm-hmm. Car full screen just oh yeah and then she just absolutely fucking loses her shit like this i don't is know acting showcase yeah it, yeah it really is Cynthia Rothrock. i'm just saying like, I, i've seen people you know her family members have blown up in car bombs before and she <laughs> she's the one that probably broke down the most yeah oh yeah she's just like about to try to jump into the fire like that was going to do something yeah and mm-hmm. random lady is just pulling her away from it and they just sort of keep spinning around a little bit like i must get to the burning car yeah. and 
that doesn't work out. And Matt comes running up from wherever. He oh yeah, he was. Oh, he ran, ran from the next county over. Running. I ran here from Australia. <laughs> oh no! He's on a walkabout <laughs> and uh, My dingo. turned into a runabout. <laughs> My dingo sense went off. I knew the, the ding- blow. I knew the dingo blew up your father. <laughs> I smelled burning father. <laughs> yeah. So they go inside. So they put your dad in the bob. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Anyway, we're done. So, yeah, they go back inside, and China's very distraught, Mm -hmm. and and she's like, well, where's, you know, young deputy or whatever? Yeah, did we call him, Mm -hmm. too? And she's like... And then the, yeah, and the housekeeper lady's like, "Yeah, I called him. Yeah, he's coming over." She's like, "What? No! <laughs> What's his number?" No. And like, you hear phone ringing, and he's just merrily walking out to his yeah. car and gets in the car, and just that car full screen explodes too. Yeah. Which so then, then they've car bombed the two honest cops in this town. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to call the feds, and I think yeah. they would just. No, come I'm pretty in. sure someone yeah. would be like, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> "Huh?" But but why don't you like? They don't. I they don't call it. No, they don't. This is that they era just, of you could run a, a town yeah. and no one in the outside world would ever know what's mm-hmm. happening. It's it's just impossible. Ostensibly, like, they had news. You would think, yeah. but like towns nope. in late 80s, early 90s action movies are like what yeah. Africa is now, where it's just like shit goes down there and it's just like, well, you guys figure it there's out. There's nothing we could do, really. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, so can't. But yeah, it, it takes a village because that's all there was. <laughs> <laughs> right. They so, weren't connected to the rest of the United States. It was just yeah, this little yeah. thing. No internet. That no, kind of... No. Yeah. yeah. But they had phones, because that's what triggered both explosions. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> they get stuff done. Uh, so then they, they have a... They have a thing a, done, yeah. a week. They have a two-for-funeral, uh, mm-hmm. where they bury both of them. Which is horseshit. I, I just want you guys to know, if I... If I if you die, die with one of with us, one of you guys, or one of, we can't have a quad funeral if we all die like mysteriously. Here well, if together. all four, if, if all it's a quad funeral, funeral, who cares? Uh, oh. <laughs> if all four of us die, we should have a quad funeral. Like at the same time, if we die, yeah. like, if we all if die, three of you die, a quad Viking. Funeral. I will <laughs> make sure that we have separate funerals. Yeah, I will it's got to be all or nothing. Okay, we got to sign some documents. Well, wait yes. a second. Wait a second. I'm not the, sure I'm comfortable with you declaring that somehow the three of us would die and you wouldn't. I was hoping. Yeah, wait a minute. No, I'm not. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, wait a second. Wait, wait. <laughs> I've already accepted my fate. Uh, so you've accepted that Maggie's going to yeah. kill you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to kill anybody. I came, from Stardust, I will I'm just Stardust, saying, I will He's just not going to stop anyone from killing I'm just killing saying, us. if the three of you die, I'll take care of it. Oh, well, okay. I won't okay. pay wait, for any are of you, it. Are you going to be the one taking care of us dying? Like, who... The, like in the I'll take care of you type of way. No, no. Take care take of care us? Her. No. Yeah. No. Never. So I'm so going to go, give us foot massages? What? I'm going to go podcast no. from my panic room now. Hmm. But yeah. Careful Anywho. getting into your car. But, <laughs> but anyway. I, I guess the question is how much of a discount would you oh, get well, for a group Number funeral? one. Uh, None. Because the, funeral homes are dicks. No, number one. The, so F, why would the FOP discount. Yeah. And then number one, they had the, they had the two-for-one coupon. Right. The mm. BOGO. Yes. <laughs> Blow one up, get one free. Yeah. Uh, and the Sunday paper. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> yes, it's Did blo- your sheriff and deputy die? <laughs> it's blow one, jib one. <laughs> yeah, and, and if you think about it, they, I mean, really, they didn't need much of a casket for what was... No. Nah, the guys were already nah. cremated, yeah, so... Yeah, really, because they used a dustpan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. You savage. Nice. Yeah, they would what? use a dust buster. Oh, I'm sorry, a Ziploc. You would just empty the yeah. Yeah. Canister. No, a coffee can. Hmm. Yep. That's right. But yeah, so they have a group funeral. Uh-huh. They pay their respects and Richard yeah. Norton is dressed like a goddamn 80s oh, music video yeah. rock icon. 
members only jacket and mm-hmm. collar popped and oh yeah but he's, he's wearing all black it's appropriate oh sure for yeah. a funeral yeah, it's fine yeah so yeah there's a funeral <laughs> yeah and from there they basically find out that oh well now they're having an election in five days for the new sheriff because mm-hmm. you know there wouldn't be any line of succession or anything well like in the meantime or... they've they've made deputy you know skis bag of yeah. the, the sheriff acting sheriff <laughs> and all the dipshit hoods are just wearing their jean shirts yeah, and jeans immediately and with, with a star on, and they're yeah. just like, you know, well, the, the big badge is hanging out in the, in the sheriff's office now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like no big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this is our new hangout spot. Yeah. Somebody stop me, whatever. Yeah. yeah exactly. So she comes to collect uh, her dad's things, mm-hmm. and she's just like, that's my dad's star. Yep. Yoink. Yoink. <laughs> yeah. And no. she's like, also, I'm running for sheriff. Yeah. Well, the thing about the scene is the dude is just grinning like an idiot. Just like, I'm sorry for your dad exploding in a car like that. It's just tragic. I'm so terribly broken up about that. Nice nice to see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, I was, yeah. I'll show father you. father was a good man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was a great guy. Yeah. Hey, China. I'm real sorry your dad blew up. Which, by the way, no one ever mentions the deputy ever again. Like, no one is ever fighting for his honor or anything. No. It's nope. just about the dad from here on out. I couldn't even have told you his name. Well, obviously. So. But it's just Crispy. Young deputy guy. Yeah. But, yeah, he's he was collateral damage. It didn't matter. Um, but, yeah, so there's going to be an election in five days. And she's like, I'm going to run. And <laughs> so, she, they, so she gets the paperwork, and Richard Norton is reading the paper. He's like, They've made this so hard. This five five forms, five and forms to fill out a thousand dollars. It's impossible. Like, How will we ever do this? <laughs> and then the housekeeper slash stepmom slash whatever the fuck she is is like all the all my friends at the old folks' home are super pissed off about this, and you've got their vote. Mm-hmm. And then it just sort of becomes a, a campaign a trail. campaign montage. Yeah, they of, have a parade. I don't know how or why, but it's basically like a China O'Brien for sheriff parade through yeah. the middle yeah. of town. Well, there was just a parade going on in that Utah town, and they and figured they they'd take into it. Is yeah. what they did. Probably, but I, I <laughs> no, mean, they did. They, they, they snuck into they the parade. Yes. Filmed it. <laughs> but other, I mean, in the context of the movie universe, sure, yeah. I mean, not how they filmed it. I understand that, but yeah. I mean, well, they, they apparently they are, they made a parade for like China O'Brien. So yeah, it's just kind of strange. It is a little weird, but like b- before they get to the actual parade part, because the parade part leads into the beach scene or whatever that is, which is really and having good. a bonfire, which is very that's it's totes inappropriate, terribly inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, driving a car around a bonfire, mm. which they is also just like, hey, remember fireworks. your dad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but like before that, there's like this montage of hanging up signs and and giving kids flyers and stuff. Like they can't vote, and then there's like a rally in front of the courthouse or something where she's speechifying. And like hoods are coming through the crowd and, you know, it's motorbike guy shows up and there, there's a couple mm-hmm. of dudes who get wrecked real quickly and they're just like something's afoot. And that's when it goes to the parade. Um, so it's it's just local parade, you know, hooray for America. And oh, here's China O'Brien running for <laughs> sheriff, by the way, <laughs> uh, which cuts to the bonfire and there's it's a stage. A political rally. Yeah, there's a stage and she gets up there and it's just like, yeah, we're going to win because... Yeah, there's corruption. And I'm not corrupt. And <laughs> yeah, and everyone's taking like, back the streets. Yeah, and everyone's just stoked. They're just like, yeah, fuck yeah, China, woo! And you know, they're holding signs and just really having a great time. And that's more bad guys show up. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> yeah, they just push their way through the crowd, grabbing picket signs and like breaking them over their knees. And yeah, 
pushing people <laughs> to the ground and stuff. Yep. And then I, I think it's uh, Matt jumps in first and and like takes he starts like like doing these crazy spin move punch. This is things. this is the first Matt fight scene. Yeah, like the first we're, time we're, you see, we're like, oh, okay, he can fight too. Yeah, and yeah, because yeah. he starts like spin punching dudes like really fast. He's fast. Like they're not speeding up the film. This dude is quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. in what he's doing, and I there's no way he's pulling punches on some of these things. I mean, dudes are getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's flipping over dudes and, and punching and roundhouse kicking and all that stuff. And Then Dakota gets in on the action. Yep. Because he's, he's sitting in the crowd on his bike again because he doesn't go anywhere without that. Right. Yeah, um, so he runs in. He do we, jumps did, in. Do we even really discuss his bike driving mechanism? They still haven't revealed that yet. Oh, no, they had. He Because like, every time he was sitting there like by our house, he would have to oh, well, screw oh, okay. in the his thing, little yeah, post. I'm saying they haven't revealed Why? the story. Yes. No, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's got he's got like sort of a a black hand. leather over a stump, and then like this sort of screw that keeps it in place that he's always tightening. Well, I think I no, I think it was like so he could lock himself into the motorbike. Yes, I okay. think that's what it was. Like, yeah. but he never the takes thing off. They show him yeah. doing that. Like, with he's this. like, all right, time to put it in my post. Well, so he's always can... within leaping on distance of the motorbike. That's yeah. true. Okay. Anyway, but dirt bike stunts. Yeah. So he comes out and jumps in a car, which then dudes show up with bats and just like. Well, he jumps into the car, and like the one guy in the crowd's like, "Hey, that's my car!" And then dudes just with bats just start beating the fuck out of this car. Mm-hmm. And then they look in, and he's like, "Haha, I'm over here." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, how did that happen? <laughs> but yeah, uh, he does a ton of jumping around. Yeah, and just he he does the whole thing like jump on the hood, lay down. One guy swings, he jumps up. You know, it's the mm-hmm. whole. It's this scene is very you know coordinated for yeah. what he's doing, but. Everyone's fighting. China O'Brien jumps off the stage at one point because this real fat guy comes at, and she's to me like off screen, just jumps in and kicks him back into yeah, the crowd. Yeah, she kicks him off, but then ends up back up on stage. She does, but she kicks that guy yeah. first because he bowling pins back into right. like all the crowd people, and they're all just like, yeah, <laughs> they're just like, woo, yeah. But then like best dudes, politically political rally ever, though. Yes, yeah. it's pretty good yeah. because like she gets up on stage and attacks that guy with the mic stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smashes his toes to bits. Hits him in both feet, then in the crotch, and then flips the mic stand up and hits the guy in the face. Mm-hmm. And then, so dude eventually like gets the mic stand and they're fighting with that and everything. And mm-hmm. she just beats his ass. Oh, yeah. Yep. But, but caps it off by the fact that she's now grabbed the <laughs> mic cord and is doing like the, I think she slides through his legs yeah. and then like around him a couple times. And, you know, pulls it so that he falls <laughs> on the ground and then basically hog ties him. Yeah. And then does the, the cowboy... <laughs> like, like, yep, time. Her hands yeah. And, yeah, time. Yeah. And like the crowd just goes nuts. Yeah. And she's just standing there like, yeah, <laughs> yes, this shit is, out. Is the best election <laughs> thing ever. So good. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that rally is just the best. I would vote for anybody who did that. I don't care what their platform mm-hmm. is or what their politics yeah. are. You put on a fucking karate show. Yeah, Cthulhu's up there. He's like, <laughs> don't Death care. For all. Don't care. Your family suffers. Like, We're like dude, wow. But flip he, around and do he, some sweet yeah, shit. Yeah, he put a fucking backbreaker on that guy. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. 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 Sign me up. Yeah. So, yeah, she wins the rally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then it's election time. And th- this is what I was saying is that. Um, this is where I guess the kind of backstory. I think first we get the backstory of Dakota. Like they're they're like they do this weird scheme to to surround him and then (laughs) yeah, basically they trap him in this like you know junkyard or something like that. And they're like, all right, seriously, why do you keep following him? And is this like the first time he speaks? Yes. Yeah, I think it might be because like he's like I'm Dakota, and let me tell you my story. Mm -hmm. I came here to find my mother. 
And I heard she was working at the at the whatever the Beaver Creek Inn. Right. And we get a little mini movie backstory, uh, right, of where this, he, where he's, he's returning from his dirt bike races. Yes, mm-hmm. he's been touring the country, dirt bike racing. winning races because she's yeah. clipped out because he reunites with his mom and she's like, I clipped an article about you out of the sports page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like thirty seconds later, like all the guys in the and they're like, What are you doing talking to this guy? Who is this? Why are you here? Yeah. Get out of here, kid. Like, well, it's, it's she's le- like, it's less that and more, hey. Get back to work, mom. Yeah. yeah. But it's also you're like... You're a whore now. She says like, you know, hey, you're underage. You should probably get out of here. And immediately like goatee guy comes over. is like, yeah, kid, you should really get out of here. And you've got mm-hmm. business to do, lady. And that's when like toughs just come out of nowhere. It's like, yeah, kid, come on. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you outside. So. Well, they drag him outside and immediately throw him to the ground. And then one guy goes, fuck you, kid, or whatever, and, like steps on his hand. Yeah. And that's supposed to basically be the backstory of why he has no hand. It's like that they basically crushed his hand off. Yeah. Which is funny because the real story is the actor just broke his hand in a stupid way before they filmed. Yes. <laughs> in a luge accident <laughs> with, with Cynthia Rothrock. With Cynthia Rothrock, yeah. So they wrote this little backstory about his weird fucked up hand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all right. Good job, guy. But that's his backstory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, it's, he comes in dressed like Pulp Fiction assassin guy mm-hmm. nowhere close to being underage but they're all yeah. just like gay kid you get out of here with your dirt bikes and stuff so yeah yeah but yeah they, so they get his whole backstory and they're like okay you're good people you can stay with us yep. yeah the rest of the time he's just lorenzo lamas yeah renegade yes just rides in kicks some dudes and yep. rides out <laughs> yep but yeah uh, so he's now he they're like wow that's a shitty story you're mm-hmm. on the team yep yep welcome you made the cut yes mm-hmm. and now it's election time and and like she does a little bit more campaigning and running around and um she calls out the judge in front of all the like yeah she's, she's got a rally going she's like we know that summer zones this town he owns everything it's all corrupt and people and the like judge is walking by it she's yeah. like even him yeah he's bought and sold <laughs> and the guy's like fuck you yeah and they're like no pal he's fuck like, you because yeah. when i win we're gonna clean up this town and the crowd's like Woo! clean up the town <laughs> And then Fuck like, the, judge. The, poll, the polling actually <laughs> opens. And this is where we get a little bit of backstory about Matt's thing is he said something like, I've got some of my football players watching the poll. Or I, OK, I never I never got that. That's mm-hmm. who those kids. Yeah. Were. yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. OK. So, yeah, he's he's placed two people at every polling location with, to prevent walkie talkies. Yeah. To prevent fraud. Yeah. Shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the bad guys like very worried. They have like a little powwow at his house. Yeah. It's just like, you know. And they mention how, oh, well, they've got a bunch of people in the graveyard and a bunch of other people that don't live in town are all registered. Yeah. They'll be voting for you. And it's at this point, like at that point, and then the next scene demonstrates that the the crime to normal people ratio in this town is way off. Like there's no way the financial infrastructure of this little town can support all of these thugs and whatever huge crime organization is happening. How are they making enough? Uh, making enough? Mo- well, they are running cocaine. A lot of cocaine. To who? Uh, the rest of fucking Utah. <laughs> Out of town. Salt Lake City is apparently close. Out of town. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, they're Did, friends from out of town. Did you watch Breaking Bad? You gotta, it's gotta I, go out. I guess because now you can't stay home. It's gotta go. They've got a friend at a different school who buys all <laughs> oh, of their cocaine. Okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You don't know her. She doesn't. She goes yeah. to a different school. <laughs> She's yeah. Canadian. From Canada. <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so they and they're basically like they go to this one polling place, which is in the school uh, high school gym. gymnasium, and like the bad guys are just like you know, we'll take the ballots from here. And and the poll workers are totally like, yeah, cool, whatever, we're mm-hmm. out. <laughs> and she's like, we've been waiting for you guys to get here. Yeah, thanks. You know, and the the two like football players are like, uh, we're just gonna come yeah. along. 
And the dude's like, nah, I don't like people looking over my shoulder. Bleh. And so <laughs> fighting occurs, <laughs> which is really just kicking the football players' asses. And yeah. like as dude's getting beaten up, he calls on the radio and says, Precinct 5, blah, blah, blah. And 20 seconds later, they've arrived. Oh, and, yeah. And for they, some reason... They teleport there. Yeah, and for some reason, the bad guys are just sitting there chilling out, waiting for them to show up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're here now. Time to kick your ass. Yeah. And, man, this leads to just... Chaos. It, I mean, it's it's fighting dudes in the gym, and Richard Norton is, like... At this point, he's kind of doing wrestling moves on people. Like, he full-on, like, lariats one guy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, high cross body, just like, goes <laughs> to this one guy and body slams this yeah. other guy. He gives him the spear. Yeah. yeah it's oh, like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> he's just going all out. Um, and dudes just keep filing into the gym. It's like, oh, it's yeah. like where are these dudes coming from? <laughs> so they're all just, they, they keep coming in, they keep coming in, and eventually, like, the, the our heroes retreat to the back part of the gym, mm-hmm. which is where all the exercise equipment is. Yeah. Yes, the actual gym. Yes. And uh, this becomes Palooza, basically, of just oh, whatever you Dudes are think. throwing weight, you know, just... Yeah. It's like, I'm going to crush you with weights. this dumbbell, and then, well, like... They, they, they try, yeah, the two guys try to, like, they, they force uh, Matt down yeah. on, the, on the, the weight bench and, like, take the, the barbell and are pushing it down on him, and he's just like, ah! And he powers out of it and is just punching him with the, mm-hmm. <laughs> with the dumbbell. Uh, and then he just picks up like a free weight. This, you know, looks to be a very heavy right. weight. Obviously, it's not. But, I mean, it's huge. So, obviously, it weighs a lot. Hits one guy in the stomach and clocks one in the face with it. Mm-hmm. Just, and it makes a good clang. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> I was impressed with all the uh, all the Foley work yes. on this movie. They were doing a good job making shit sound like mm-hmm. it hurt. Well, And then they were just like going out of their way to do some dumb shit so that they could have some fun fully eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's one guy who falls on a mat and you just hear like all the bones in his body break. <laughs> yep. yep. Like, he falls just crunch. Dudes get kicked into mirrors multiple times. Oh yeah. Well, like they're just wrestling bags of chips every yeah. time somebody falls <laughs> right. down. Mm-hmm. One dude's flinging weights like, 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 frisbees like frisbees at China O'Brien and she's dodging them and then mm-hmm. eventually gets the drop on that guy and Beats his ass. And yep. Yeah, but there's a point where some, some guy, it, he's just a red stick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just a staff that he picks up and is trying to hit her. And she takes that from him and just does a... <laughs> and just whipping that thing around. Well, she smacks and, him once and then does like the let me yeah. show off how I, you know, my, my bow staff skills here. Yep. Yeah. And holy shit, I've, I've watched some people twirl some staffs. So that might have been the best one I've ever seen. <laughs> it was pretty convincing. I, I just bad Well, I just mean like, you know, most of the time they do like the, I'm going to go around one side, then around the other side, then maybe like once or twice over yeah. the head. She did like, I mean, it was like eight times around the top mm-hmm. of the head. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the whole time the Foley is just. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a really goddamn helicopter. Great exaggerated Foley work. It's not comical, but it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's exaggerated. Yeah. yeah. And then Mackie, you said that, you know, of course, at this point, she should have said pulse closed. That was Harlow. <laughs> Harlow. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I give Harlow full credit okay. for that one. That I mean, this movie has no one-liners no. like that. And, no. and this is like the one time where it was like, she's fighting a dude with a pole, and it's at the pole. Fucking say it. Pole's <laughs> closed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but yep. yeah, no. That should have been like the last thing, and then they walked out yeah. with, with the with box the ballots, in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you end that scene. Right. China, yeah, China no. O'Brien remake. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, God, dudes just get fucking wrecked. Mm-hmm. This entire scene. They leave with the ballots and then they go to like a picnic party. Yeah, because you hear over the radio that they announced that she's yeah. won. Yeah. A landslide victory. Way to go, China. 
And that's <laughs> and Matt comes up with like with her dad's badge and pins it like he just anoints her sheriff. Yeah, he's like, oh, let me make it official. And it's like I, you don't have that power. As we find out five minutes later, he absolutely does not have that power. Uh, yeah, he gives her the badge and they get all weepy. And then that's when yeah, all the, all the crowds like yay, Sheriff O'Brien. And then Shady Dude shows up in the crowd with a full on machine gun. Mm-hmm. It- it's like the only case I've ever seen of like a park buy because apparently they like stopped the car, got yeah. out of it, and were like, "Let's shoot up this party." Yeah, yeah. So they shoot all the lights, and eventually, I guess one of that the housekeeper gets hit. Is that who it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was the a couple people got hit. There were there were dead people. It was there. mostly just the fixins that got hit. <laughs> mostly like they the fucked beer up the pickle jar and the and the, <laughs> and, the, and, the and the keg. Yeah. yeah. The picnic got fucked up. And the Chinese lanterns were yeah. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. They, okay, so they kill her. And Chinese Brian, she's. she's yeah, this causes her to storm to the judge's house yeah. and say, "Swear me in now." And he's like, "No, I get not until the ballots have all been counted." Is this how you're going to run the county or all that? And she's like, "Yeah, it is." Yep. And then, then what? What is the? Uh, what does her buddy say? Oh, Richard Norton grabs him by the lapel oh. and says just something about he punctuates it at the end with like, "Now go find your Bible." Yeah, but he says something yeah. about him being crazy. It's oh, just yeah. like you know, it's just like we're the new face of crazy in this town or something mm-hmm. like that. Now go get your Bible. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do love how he finishes that. Yeah. Though. and also your Bible. your shine box. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then it's she's deputizing all the football players. Yeah, just all the surfer kid you know t-shirt wearing mm-hmm. <laughs> acid watch jeans and then it's like we're gonna clean up this goddamn town yep no, they, right wa- now. they waste no time nope and some, suddenly now they also have like six police cars and yeah they suddenly have a lot of vehicles because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they roll up to the drug house and they're like that's right yeah and they're yeah. just well they, they peek in the window and they're like look at all that cocaine she's like take it down yeah just, just take so, it down so as they're bulldozing the building dudes are jumping out of the windows <laughs> upstairs yep it's just free range truck smugglers <laughs> jumping out of everything. Yeah. And uh, Richard Norton tackles one. Mm-hmm. Man, that guy's just indignant. He's just like, <laughs> I'm not telling you shit. <laughs> and eventually, it's just like, okay, yeah, they're over here somewhere. I don't yeah. know. Just go over there and see them. Well, then, then, no, then they decide to go fuck up the, uh, the, 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 the bar. Inn, the bar, yeah. yeah. It's the Beaver Creek Inn. Yeah. <laughs> so they roll in. Well, they try to roll in there. Like, and, and that's where they that's where they open up fire on them, right? Because like yeah, she like, drives she, up with the like, search warrant. I'm gonna, yeah, because this is the middle of the day now. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to serve him a warrant. Yeah, and then just they're just like, yeah, like, break through the window and start shooting at her. Right. And I'm like, it's it's you deputy have permission asshole. To, you that, have permission to firebomb that place. You don't even have to go in. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and they didn't uh, they didn't bring any guns. I don't I don't think no. Uh, I think was she, I thought she had a gun on her hip nope. once she became. I don't think sure. she did. All right. nope. I think that was just you well. Know, if it, if, the, if, she, if she didn't, and I and <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I may watch this again one day, but might have been her badge. I mean, I'm just saying, like that's that's good on them actually sticking with the. I'm not going to touch a gun. She again. certainly never had yeah. one. Yeah. Like, she's never holding one. She never brandishes one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Right. Yeah. I definitely caught that. I yeah. thought she just had one. But no, d- this is when Dakota defenestrates through the the bar window. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. In slow motion. And <laughs> not only that, like he lays the bike down, the yes. bike goes sliding across the room and takes out the, the guy we thought would have, should have been the big bad Goatee guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pins him against the wall. Like, I guess basically kills him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then man, just, they all file in and it's just everyone in the bar is just like, all right, time to bust this place up. Mm-hmm. And, and you could, you couldn't even recap everything. I mean, it's just, everyone's fighting in this scene. It's craziness. The best part about it, though, is the one guy who decides he's going to pull a beam off the ceiling. <laughs> well, and, is he going to do that? Or he, I think he I just tries he was, to grab onto it and kick, is that, and it just which, fucking fails. Oh, yeah. Whatever he was trying to do, he jumps up on it. It's, it's like the only time 
a bad guy does something comically stupid in the movie. I honestly think that it. I think it was a goof. <laughs> it might have been. It was just too good not to use. Because <laughs> he right. he jumps up like, ha ha, and then just falls flat on his back as this beam hits him in the face. And that's when Dakota just picks it up. He's like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and starts beating other people with it. Uh, you say that's the best part. I think my favorite part was, this is what I was getting at. You know, this is a bar. There, there are, you know, bar-like things in this place. So they're fighting with everything you can think of. Yep. And she finds her way on stage and grabs a couple of symbols from apparently oh, from a drum kit. Yes. And starts hitting guys with the symbols. And it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like appropriately. Somebody got El Cabonged like a minute earlier. With a guitar, yes. Yes, yes, they did. That made a... The sound you want it to make when you hit someone with a guitar was just... Perfect, and it like really probably was. took a cheap pawn shop guitar and just absolutely smashed it over a thing. But, and like the symbols aren't Which repeating is, the no, same symbol no. sound; they're, they're, they're hitting they're different. Appropriate yeah. from yes. what, from how she's hitting them. Somebody's yeah. just having a blast. Oh yeah, doing that. They're doing that a good scene. job. And then she actually takes a symbol and like frisbees it into somebody, which. I don't care. That has to hurt. Yeah, it didn't phase that guy, but it should have because it was pretty badass. Yeah. And like earlier, she like slams this dude into a refrigerator freezer, Aww. like and slams his head with the freezer door. I mean, it's just like so many people died <laughs> making yeah. this movie. Um, yeah. God. It's just chaos. That it's dude, pure chaos. That in dude the getting his head slammed in that freezer. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And I mean, like, there are glass water cooler containers all over oh, the yeah. place, and people are getting smashed with them, and one guy decides he's going to run full speed at one of them, and at last minute, they jump out of the way, and he crushes it into a wall, a glass water cooler, into the wall, into his chest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rest in peace, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. we said earlier, also, like, these are all filmed far away. Yeah. So you can see, like, yep. all of the action that's happening with long takes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really good. Yeah. And it goes on for a while. It does. I mean, it's uh, the, it, dudes keep showing up. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, there's a new guy in the scene. It's just like, oh, wait, now you got to fight that guy. And that guy yeah. gets... And eventually, Dakota basically pins down the, the sleazy yeah. deputy, who's no longer a deputy anymore. Right. And he's like, hey, what happened to my mother? What what really happened? Yeah. And he's like, I'm not telling you shit. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. You were going to tell me. And the guy's like, all right, well, <laughs> something went wrong, and Summers had to kill her, and then we had to hide the body and make it look like it was an accident, and... There you go. Out, out at his place. Yeah, I, they implied she was one of the ones they took out there and tied up. And well, he said like he's wrong. out. He's out at his place. That's where it happened. Yeah, because that's when he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm out of here." Yeah, and that, you know they basically try to stop him. I, I just want to point out one last final thing sure. in, in this in this Donnybrook is that uh, Matt's like fighting a guy behind the bar, and like the way they basically end the fight is he tosses her like a piece of like a. a like a vase or something like a china. Oh like, yes, like yeah. a china oh, yeah. vase. He says, "Yeah, he's like China," and throws her a piece <laughs> of china. <laughs> yes, that is. Yes, yeah, it's a porcelain it's something. I don't know, a naked or gun something. type moment yeah. in this movie, but it's it's so good because <laughs> he goes China and then throws it. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I don't know why they would have a you know a blue and white porcelain thing in this place. Good but, joke. Who knows? But, but got a round joke. of applause here. Yeah. yeah. And then she and then she cracks it over. Guys. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's like that was the last guy, and they're done, and they're like they're trying to stop Dakota because they know he's. You know, about the one man mission, his way out there. Oh yeah, he takes off. He just gets on his bike. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go kill that guy." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, we have to go stop him because uh, uh, he's gonna is, kill the guy that we want to kill." This is kind of a weird ending because, like, he basically goes to the place without all of our main characters, essentially. Yeah. And fights a couple guys in the, in the like. You think he's going to murder, murder for murdering yeah. times? And, but like, you know, this guy only has a couple of guys left. Yeah. Thankfully, you know, like, because we knew that the old guy was not going to be much of a fight. Yeah. You know, there wasn't anything he was going to do that was all that interesting. 
he's got a couple guys. He's hiding out like in his horse stables now, mm-hmm. and he fights a couple guys like they come at him with pitchforks, and he fights him with a shovel, and there's a little bit of a fight scene, and then he basically just like does this weird kind of stalking through the uh, the hay barn and everything, and yeah, they're just it, looking through the stable bars and just looking at each other. And you to- hear a gunshot, and that's like when China and, and Matt come rolling up, and they're like, "Oh, they're over there," and yeah. they basically come over there, and he's just got him penned at gunpoint. He's like, "All right, we got him." Yep. Take him away. Mm-hmm. So they handcuff him, and they're like, "All right, well, you know, justice has been served." <laughs> well, okay, they don't ha- they don't handcuff him. They handcuff him to Richard men. Norton, yeah. who they're walking away from the barn, like, "Well, time to book you." And the character that we haven't bothered to establish because it's gross. Uh, well, we told we did talk about it. A little yeah, bit, but yeah. there's this one woman who they repeatedly keep showing at is tied up in the house right. and is repeatedly getting worse and worse as the movie goes along. Yeah. Uh, she appears out of a second story window out of nowhere and just machine guns, bad guy. Like one good shot. Yeah, one shot. good shot. But the energy of it takes him flying back, which then takes Richard Norton flying back too because mm. they're both handcuffed. Yep. But then they just immediately cut away from that. <laughs> no no dealing with any of that whatsoever. Nah. It's, just, no, it's yeah. just like, well, she. I guess she got her revenge. Yeah. Sure. For her. Yep. And then it's, then it's just kind of like, you know, a little bit of a happy denouement. Like, I guess everything's cool now. The, the, yeah, all the all the younger deputies are turning in their right, yeah. badges. Like, all right, well, yeah. need our help again? Let us know. Yep. And she's We're like, cool. okay, I'm the sheriff. Hee <laughs> hee. Yeah. Also, you know, well, she's like, okay, Dakota, you. What? He's like, Dakota's like, what should I do now? It's like, well, you'd make a pretty good deputy. And he's like, I don't all know. right. He's like, hee hee. <laughs> yeah. Everything's happy. Freeze frame. Movie yep. over. Yep. And then the best song plays. No, no, it's not. No, it's no, it's good. Yeah, we liked it. Some crunchy metal. Yeah. But we, but it's the same riff over and over yes, and over is. for the entire credits. Yeah, I guess it is. Rate it. Yep, I'll go. I haven't uh, gone first in a while. Sure, go ahead. Uh, there is a whole lot to like in this movie. It's sadly not quite a five jocks for me. It's a strong, strong four. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still just like a little something missing, and I think the the kind of I, I you can't keep a breakneck pace like they were doing. You know, like it started. Oddly, you know, like I mean, like the the the, the opening was you know awkward, and we're like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And and then, but like once the once the evil starts happening, you're like, all right, you know, you're building your bad guys for the revenge thing. It, it builds pretty strong, and you're like, fuck yeah, do it. And then it's like, there's kind of like that second act lull where it's just like, really, we're campaigning, and you know, you're going to show us all this. Like, why not just? Yeah, it's Mon- a weird way to fight the villains. Why not just montage it to she's fucking yeah. sheriff and then get to the murdering? Yeah, yeah, it's also a weird way to fight corruption by trying to get elected. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, who's going to count the votes? How's that going to work that it's going to work out in your favor? Yeah, because yeah. that scene is really weird when the guy's like, do we got, you know, we have this, you know, are we going to win this election? And they're like, yeah, we thought of some secret ways to get votes. And it's like, can't you just walk into each polling place and shoot everyone in the head? Because that's basically all you've done right, up yeah. until this point. No one's fucking stopped you. Well, and <laughs> and what happens, like, the way the election plays out, it renders all those scenes pointless. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. there's never any real strife. All it is is an excuse to have one fight scene. I'm okay with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a fun I mean, fight scene. Yeah. But I, I like a lot of Everything before that didn't matter. Yeah, logically, it, it's dumb. Yeah, it, it's just, like, there's some second act pacing problems, but, like, all the good I mean the fight scenes are so good that it still kind of makes up for it mm-hmm. and it's a simple enough plot that it's like you can't you can't break it by with too much logic like last week's where it's like if you even start to think about it it just falls mm-hmm. apart this one at least is like it's fairly simple even though it is this weird self-contained bubble town that has no connection to the outside world like why one old person can't pick up 
the phone and call the FBI. You know, like they're not literally why one any person. Well, like why they're anybody not like, in like, the world. Well, I mean, we it almost established like the old people are the only ones that aren't corrupt. Perhaps I, whatever. <laughs> one of the good people in the town could have the picked up a, the, the phone and called the FBI. Sure, you yeah. know, and put a stop to this. But it yeah. never, it, you know, but it's not it's not so illogical that it's like it just completely breaks it. Yeah, four jocks. Still a lot of fun. I'll go, I guess, and I'm. It, that's basically everything that I would have said. Um, that weird election sort of, you know, little plot thread was almost completely unnecessary. Um, I would have rather her somehow fought her way through, you know, through something. You Waves know, of corruption. Yeah, yeah. Fight your way through <laughs> through the judicial system. Yeah. yeah why not just be? A, why not just be essentially a vigilante until it's like you know once you yeah. clear the corruption, it's like oh well, you actually you were the sheriff. Yeah. In name, you know, you know, yeah, right. at the very name. end, it's exactly. like okay, and now, now you're, sheriff you're sheriff because right. you're awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and they they do a lot of weird, like, there's a lot of weird procedural things that just. I know they did them for the sake of the for the sake of the plot, but it's. I hate to nitpick on it. It's just in for some reason in this world it bothered me because it seemed it it was just kind of jarring. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it four jocks. I mean, it's it it certainly Roth rocks, but. Um, suffers for that for that election garbage yeah yeah but hey lots of kicks to the faces face yes. mm-hmm. two really good screen filling explosions mm-hmm. pretty good yeah i i was between a three and a four because i mean i even less the election stuff what hurts this more is the lack of one-liners and it's the same thing same problem i had with deadly prey way back when where it's like this movie's pretty awesome it needs one-liners somehow. Mm-hmm. And, and even if it's Cynthia Rothrock delivering it in her high-pitched, bad-acting voice, yeah. still, like, you need something like that. You need that kind of little release. Yep. And it shows that somebody in this movie is clever and not just going through the motions. But I I, I think it's a four. Because those fight scenes are so good and so much fun. And it's just the right level of poorly made combination with well made yeah <laughs> like the action scenes are really well done and everything else is not yeah so that kind of makes it even more fun i mean part, part of me feels like one day we're going to run out of these movies like the world is going to become too self-aware and that like movies like this will cease to exist where they are just competently made enough made to be good mm-hmm. without you know going into like well, the full bat i you know the asylum is trying to yeah. kill yeah. all of it off yeah, by being self-aware. You know. Yeah, by yeah. being too ironic about everything. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I wasn't here when you guys did um, Undefeatable or Unbreakable or whatever the fuck that was. Uh, but undefeatable. I, undefeatable. I really, really liked Honor and Glory. Um, this is a better made movie than that. But Honor and Glory had that bad guy. That gleefully over the top mm-hmm. dumbass bad guy. So it had all the the really intense kicking stuff, but it also had that bad guy. This didn't. It had all the really great fighting scenes, but the story was just junk. Mm-hmm. It's like I just didn't care if they killed the bad guy or not. It was like I know you're going to, but you're not giving me that motivation to just really care that you know that's going to happen. So I, I can give it four jocks on the strength of all the fight scenes. I think it's a very entertaining movie. There are a couple lulls in it, but I think like if you are watching it for a second or third time, you know when you can just look at your phone for a few minutes and not mm-hmm. miss anything, and then 
you'll be ready to go to watch those fight scenes again. They're great. I mean, they're they're so well staged, and they don't, except for the one thing involving the car at the rally. None of them feel contrived. None of them feel like so you know coordinated and, and choreographed that th- these feel like fights. Mm-hmm. And they look and they're all awesome. really well staged, yeah. well sold. Yes, like when a guy gets hit, he's like ah. Yeah, that one guy who gets hit in the nuts oh. makes that face just like, just oh. nah. <laughs> like that full one frame, dude, that, that dude's face right in the camera. That one dude that catches it in the chest early on, mm-hmm. like that hurt. Yeah. Like that cracked his sternum. Yeah. It had to have. Yeah. So yeah. And that's I mean, awesome. Thank yeah. you, stunt guy who got a cracked sternum. <laughs> and probably died. Yeah. But no, I, re- I really dug it. I liked it. But four jocks. All right. All right. Fours all around. It's a good rating. It's a good mm-hmm. showing for China O'Brien. Yeah. China. China O'Brien. So what do you say? Is it a break time? I think oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think 100%. Okay. All right, welcome back. Hey. Yay. <laughs> you guys that, was, yeah. that was not the most enthusiastic you've been. Uh, yeah. Hey. No, but it was it was pretty uh, funny for me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess we've all seen movies. We have. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some. Okay. I'll go first. All right. I saw a 2014 movie. Congratulations. Thank you. It's called Gone Girl. Ah. Oh. I saw that too. I'm just going to chime into everybody. I need to watch that. <laughs> My wife watched it while we were recording the Bamfcast. Huh. That movie is unexpectedly funny for three-fourths of it, and then it is the most frightening thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> That's all pretty fair. Uh, it goes places where you're just like, okay, resolve this, please. I would like to not have the nightmare that I'm going to have if you don't. Oh, okay. Huh. Well... I'll just think about this movie for like three days straight and mm-hmm. try to process it and decide if I like it or not. It's a good movie. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's not a bad movie. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But, uh, man, I don't know. that The way they wrap things up is just unsettling. Yep. And I'm not even married. Yeah. And it's still it's, unsettling. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, along the way, it is surprisingly funny. Like, just hitting you Tyler at... Tyler Perry is actually really good in that. He's fine. Mm-hmm. He's fine, not making me mad. <laughs> so, uh, oh, there you go. I kind of found it funny that he said later that he had no idea who David Fincher was and what the movie was about. His agent just gave it to him and said, "Do this," and he thought it was going to be nothing. A man of the cinema, and then said, yeah. <laughs> and then said he wouldn't have done it had he known the the subject and the director. He would have refused. So. <laughs> That just, that, that's so but bizarre. Did he realize that it might turn out good? I don't and know. So he I don't, wanted nothing to do with anything I, I, like that. I don't know. His like his normal movie placement is so odd. Like the things he me, shows like, up in. That that's amazing to me. Like to be a person that makes movies. Yeah. Like genuine movies with yeah. real actors. Yeah. And go Dave Fincher. I don't know who that is, but whatever. Yeah. Like I mean, I could I could get a lot of directors. The man's just been going, nominated eh. for Oscars. Yeah. Like I mean, Dave Fincher makes like event. Not not event movies, but like when a David Fincher movie comes out, people sit up and go, "Ooh, yeah, 
<laughs> new movie from that guy. So yeah, uh, it's it's worth watching. Uh, I am going to watch it hopefully this week. It just man, I just I feel like I'm still kind of processing it. Like yeah. just have you have you read <laughs> anything about it? I'm not talking spoilery stuff. I mean, I'm going to talk spoilery right. stuff. But if you read anything about like kind of the almost insane level of detail Fincher put into something. Yeah, I knew some stuff in it was like real like why are you doing that? Well, like like, like Gilliam esque, like, holy shit, dude, yeah. you're really thinking about it that much? Yeah. Like framing a scene. Yeah. Like Yeah. I, I've just read some things about <laughs> he, it's, he might have a disorder. It's it's, it's one of those things Fincher might yeah. have a disorder. Yeah. It's it, it I there was like one thing where uh Affleck said he was messing with Fincher on set at one point and he changed a camera setting just like one tick. And the crew was like, he's going to know. And Affleck's like, he's not going to know. And Fincher came right in and was like, who fucked with my camera? So, I mean, that dude's got an attention to detail. So mm-hmm. um, I would imagine on repeat viewings, although I can't imagine a repeat viewing, if you were to watch it again, those details would make the thing richer. Yeah. I mean, I've not seen any other movies, but I, I say go ahead and give Rosamund Pike the Oscar from what I've seen. I mean, that's it's that kind of thing. It's a pretty good performance. Yeah. Yep. Anywho. Yep. All right. I saw a movie that took me a few days to process. Yeah. Birdman. Hey, people like that movie. I saw that too. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to be my thing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like Birdman. Uh-oh. Oh. I really wanted to like Birdman. But Birdman. <sighs> uh, there are so many things that just don't work, and it's made worse for me by kind of having a bunch of messages in it that kind of conflict with each other and then kind of ending in a very odd place that feels almost like it feels either tacked on or they should have gone further with where they were going with it. Cause there's clearly a logical place for the movie to end just before they do the whole epilogue that they do to that movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It, it's, I don't want to be spoilery about it because I know Chuck wants to see it and he's probably tuning me out as much as he can right now. But I, for me, the one take camera thing didn't work because it made it feel more artificial than it already was because it's one take, but it jumps ahead in time. So, you know, it's clearly not just, okay, here's two hours in the life of these people. You know, it jumps ahead yeah, and does a bunch of other stuff. To be. I mean, I don't. I know. I know no, I I know that, and I know it's like okay, it's you know live theater, so you know you only get one take, you don't get multiple angles. You know, you're just you're acting, and that's what you what you're stuck with. So I understand why they decided that, but it also leads to a lot of people walking down hallways and you following them down a hallway <laughs> for a while, and it the acting is good. And I really enjoyed the drum score for it, which is really cool. But it's one of those things where it's just, it's so ag- aggressive about what it's trying to say that it's already creating characters in that to create the argument for what it's trying to do and trying to make it look like anyone that disagrees with it is just as bad as these people are in this movie. And it rubbed me the wrong way considerably. And I, I just don't want to get into it anymore. But if you really want to read about it, read about it on Letterboxd while I talk about it. But after you've seen the movie, Chuck. But how can I, how don't can I find be, your Letterboxd page? Uh, go to letterboxd.com slash 
Big Mackie, I okay, believe. Great. That's probably great. super. I don't know. Okay, but however that works, <laughs> where yeah. you put a username. I, I just it's one of those things that's ri- that's like technically it's well made, like like they executed everything right. I just think message wise, it's fucked up, and I don't agree with it. So, okay, that was a problem for me. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't. And yeah, and there are plenty of people that really like that movie and are like, no, I didn't get that reading from it at all. But yeah, I I didn't get that. I I know what you're talking about, but I I didn't. That didn't come off too strong to me. I just um, just on a I, like a technical level, it was kind of a marvel. And I and I was okay with the in. I, I was okay with like the if you suspension of disbelief and that yes, I know it's not really one continuous take kind of thing. Mm-hmm. In the same yeah. way that like. I looked at it in like, as an exercise like Grand Budapest, where it's like it's kind of gleeful in the fact that it is a movie, and I didn't like try to think that they were trying to make a fake documentary type thing. Yeah, but um, see, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it wanted to be a movie. Oh, I, I, I think I, it was striving for something different. Hmm. I didn't get that at all. I just no. got that like, yeah, it's a movie. It's a weird. It, it's almost like a, a weird thing that's in somebody's head more than a movie. I mean, it's you know, it's. Not even supposed to be, I think, completely real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all supposed to be. Well, yeah, what's real, where, what's where it eventually yeah. goes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just I enjoyed it. I mean, I I didn't like love love it. So you know, you're not offending me on any kind of mm-hmm. base level or anything by not liking yeah. it. Just I I thought on a, on a technical aspect and an ast- acting aspect, it was just it was quite good. Mm-hmm. But you know, you didn't make my list or anything like that. So yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, moving on. I think you and I both saw John Wick. Recently released mm-hmm. on digital to own. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Um, Am I going to have to like duck out of the way of any flying liquids here? You might. No. Uh, well, John Wick's really good. Keep your good. wicks in your pants, gentlemen. Yeah. Ju- like, mm. on a Banff cast movie level, like, like if we had said, all right, we're watching John Wick for the Banff cast, it would be unanimous five jocks, like... But I'll halfway feel, through the movie, I'd be a little angry too because I actually think it's a really good movie, like technically speaking, too. Yeah, I well, yes, technically, like the filmmaking and everything they do, and kind of a lot like China O'Brien, the shots are far away. Like you can see char- the characters clearly in the frame, what they're doing, where they're going, and the takes are long, but not, you know, they're not as long as China O'Brien's ones are, but. Basically, all the action scenes are so clear that you can tell everything that's going on. Yeah. Which, the way you need to. And just the way Keanu moves through that movie is so, like, it's so good. Like, it's it's hard to explain, but he's so fluid through it yeah. that it just sells everything about the badass that he is in that movie. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think it's a legitimately good to great movie. I mean, I would not even put it anywhere in the realm of bad movie, mm-hmm. quite honestly. I mean, I'm I'm shocked that this was made by two stuntmen. I mean, I, I don't know who they got. They obviously got some really good director of photography because this thing is shot remarkably well. Yeah. Um, and not only that, like I, I love not only the badass action and I love the, the I love the world that they've created. Oh yeah. I mean, it's God. it's an amazing like idea for a world and. You know, if you can get over the thing that is going to turn off a lot of people about motivation for, you know, killing, mm-hmm. um, as soon as you're past that, it's just a gleeful murder fest with an enormously high body count. Yeah. 
Yeah, that I I stopped counting how many dudes he kills. Yeah, it's I think the total body count's over a hundred. Yeah, which for a modern movie is like <laughs> it's kind of insane. Well, I, I mean, mean, as long as you're, you know, as and, as you're not talking war movie, wow. and it has one of the better hype man scenes. Yes, it does. Of just like the guy, like before John Wick has done anything. And somebody realizes that, oh, no, you guys fucked with John Wick. Yep. And he's just like, all right. And the guy's like, who the fuck's John Wick? Who cares? And the way he lays it out about who exactly John Wick is, is just like, all right. Yeah, yeah. we're done. Well, like, well, like, you could have run that as the trailer. Sure. Oh, absolutely. That could have been the only trailer. And then that the could end, have been the trailer. Is this guy's, at the end of it and just been like, yeah, that's your movie. This guy's it. speech about John Wick could yeah. have been the trailer for this movie. Yep. And we would have been like, all right, yeah, we, we have to go see this movie yep. now. There's no way we can't avoid seeing it. But I, I will say, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, we're talking kind of vaguely about some of the movie and like who shot it, who directed it. Do yourself a favor and don't go look at the IMDb, IMDb yeah, page. Do not if you look at the cast it. list. Don't look at the cast list. Just go watch the movie on our recommendation blindly. Hmm. Like, don't look, don't read anything about it because it's exciting to see the people that show up, even mm-hmm. in, even in small roles. Yep. I mean, if you know anything about movies, I mean, some people might not get who everybody is, but there's some people that show up and it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. And I hate to say the guy, the the director of photography, the cinematographer, mm-hmm. a lot of crap. Okay, well, Max Payne, Good Day to Die Hard. Well, Max Payne, I'm pretty sure it looked cool because they captured that the video game look, but it you know it was mm-hmm. everything else about it was garbage. Anyway, he shot a phenomenally well shot yeah, movie this, for this. This movie looks terrific. Yeah, yeah, and the action scenes are totally awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I, this would all this would have altered my Golden Jocks. Absolutely, without a doubt. I don't know what I, I don't know what would have gotten bumped, but I'm pretty sure it would have been in the top five. <clears throat> I loved it that much. Hmm. It would have been in my honorable mentions. I, I don't want to get into what, the stuff that didn't quite satisfy me on the way it was. And maybe it was because everyone said, like, don't do Golden Jocks until you've seen John Wick. So maybe that altered my perception of it a little bit. But, but there, there are a couple things that are kind of like, uh. yeah. That, it seems like that sent- sentiment didn't even really catch on until it was almost out of theaters for some yeah. reason. Oh, yeah. Like, this was, uh, I don't know, just, it, you know... Count of Reefs does not have like a oh I have to go to the theater and see that kind of reputation mm-hmm. here lately. I mean, the Ronan but this movie is and exactly crap. the type of movie he needs to be. Yeah, in. it is. Well, there was there was no like pre movie hype for it. No, it's not like oh John Wick is coming and it's going to be great. Yeah. It was like a couple weeks after it came out, people were like, wow, you know that Count of Reefs movie is really good. But mm-hmm. by then, in most cities, it was gone. Right, and it's just like okay, so only the people who have a bazillion theaters in their city who can still see it are on this hype train right. of you got to see it, you yeah. got to see it. The rest of us were like, well, it was only here two weeks because yeah. it made seven dollars. Where is it? Give, yeah. give it to me mm-hmm. now. But, but yeah, no. if if just in the realm of unstoppable force out for revenge movies, this is top notch. Yeah, I mean the this movie. I I, I don't remember if this was, was part of the, the talking about how they were going to make the Matrix or one of the other things, but like. There has been the promise of things post John Woo of like we're bringing gun fu to American audiences. This is the only time I've seen it where it made sense what they were talking about, where it was like fighting with guns was like a natural part of hand to hand combat, mm-hmm. where it was just like it was fluid and you know it wasn't like I'm fighting you hand to hand now I pick up my gun and you know now I'm going to shoot at you. This mm-hmm. was all one style of of ass kicking killing action. You know, it was just guns were just a natural extension of, I could kill you without the gun, but I have the gun, so I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. And I, I God. Just, yeah. 
It, yeah. it made me watch The Killer right after that. Yep. I'll say that. Because I wanted to see dudes get shot in the chest like a dozen times and then in the head. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And The Killer's still great. Yep. I, I, it's still, it's like, it's this weird combination of like Chinese soap opera and okay, slow motion action where everybody gets shot a billion times and nobody runs out of bullets and it looks fucking awesome. So John Woo's, or John, John Woo, John Wick is kind of like that, except he actually doesn't run out of bullets and he knows exactly how many bullets he has in that gun. There's one of the best reloads I've ever seen in a movie ever. <laughs> not, yeah. not for style, just for like, fuck, that was amazing. Like just smooth, like that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Not like one of those crazy, like, oh, throw it up in the air and, you know, kind of things or something stupid. It's just not like Equilibrium or Tomb Raider or 90 other movies. Yep. But yeah, John Wick is good. You guys were not wrong. Nope. I guess I need to definitely seek this out. I think I have some credits somewhere. It's going to hit us. It's not only it's, peon rental people. Yeah, in the it's next not out weeks. for rental yet. You have to buy it. That's well. That's what I mean. I think February third, it will be out for rental. I think I'm I have some credits. Going to buy a Blu-ray. Yep. You can pass it around. Ooh. Yep. All right. Burn that candle at both ends. Ooh, I could almost afford to buy it with my credits. Hooray! All right, Harlow. I need to take yes. more You saw something else in the theater. I did. Speaking of guns. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. More segue. guns. More Sweet reloads. Segue. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I also saw American Sniper. Hey, that people are okay. talking about that movie. People that have is, been talking a lot about that yeah. movie. There are differing opinions on that movie. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid I fall on the... Um, I, I, to be fair, I was watching the movie... And like totally into it, and and there was like lots of tense things and military cool stuff where I was like, "Fuck yeah, shoot some dudes!" And then I came, kind of came out of it. And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> and I kind of like you know I couldn't help it. My brain just kept kept going. And then eventually, like the next day, I was like, "I didn't like that movie at all." Now that I think about it, that movie was war propaganda. And I and I don't That's kind of what I heard. I don't like to get political with my movies and I mm-hmm. didn't like I didn't in no way start to th- try to think that way it's just like as time was going on I was like that was weird like I I think I almost bought it and then like my brain was like no what think about that for a second what happened in that movie and I'm not you know I'm not trying to diss the country we live in or things that we've done or whatever like that I'm not trying to get political with it at all it's just the more I thought about it I was like I'm really not sure what the message of that movie was supposed to be and it was kind of just war porn you know like mm-hmm. with not really any message past that i've i've heard it um compared to uh the in movie movie from inglorious bastards i've heard that comparison bandied about yeah, a yeah that's come up a few times yeah i mean a lot like every yeah. other yeah every other mention of this movie is a little it's, bit yeah i mean it's weird because if it, it from everything that i've heard about it is it feels like a very missed opportunity to give this character some depth, but it's more just, hey, 9-11 got us, and this guy fucking got him back. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say because, like, look, I'm all for mindless, like, you know, like, war or action porn. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I liked Active Valor, and that's completely, like, Navy SEALs, fuck yeah. Like, like are we, are, yeah, aren't we fucking awesome? Look, why don't you want to be a Navy SEAL? What, are you, what are you a fucking pussy? You know, mm-hmm. like, that's all, that's all that movie <laughs> is. But they do badass shit in this. This guy's a really good sniper. They show him do some of that. And then it's like, they'll show the kind of intrigue of being a sniper, and you get a little bit of that Tom Berenger enemy at the gates thing, whatever, you know, whatever your sniper flavor is thing, where you're mm-hmm. like, 
you know, mm, a, sniper flavor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're like, we're like That's my favorite ramen. There's a, there's a lot more that goes into being a sniper than just I sit somewhere and wait. And you know, mm-hmm. there, there's there's some of that interestingness if if you like it on the technical military level. But you know, at the, at the end of the day, it's kind of a lot of like he did. He's there, and it's like let's cut away, and then it's like back of the base, like fuck yeah, you saved our asses out there. It's like all right, <laughs> you yeah. know. So. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I just, just like it's just one of those movies that really suffers from that day after thinking about it kind of thing, and not even really talking about anybody. It was just in my head, like not reading reviews, not anything like that. It was just coming to my own conclusion, and then yeah. And it's sad that it's become very much a political thing. Of course, it at, oh, at yeah, this yeah. point, because like if you go on Facebook and see, it's it. There doesn't seem to be anybody's like, yeah, American Sniper was all right. That was pretty good. It's like I, I've seen people be like, that was one of the best movies I've seen in twenty years, and I'm like. Are you sure? And then there's other people like, yeah, it's complete propaganda, war porn garbage. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, not, it's, it's it not feels badly like they're made. I mean, you know, like I, there are propaganda movies out there that are just mm-hmm. shit. I mean, just, I mean, I, I haven't seen it, but like that other one that was like, I didn't want to see Lone Survivor like that. Yeah. That held no interest to in me. It's got Marky Mark. I, probably yeah. one of the reasons Ooh. it had less interest to in me. But Marcus like, Marcus. I mean, I, I got that from the trailer. It was like, you know, the way they were hyping that movie, I was just like, I don't think I need to see this. No. I mean, it's not war propaganda, but it is propaganda. If you watch Left Behind, I mean, that is not only blatant propaganda, but it is a terribly made yeah. movie because, because they can't get away from the propaganda. Right. It's just they can't tell their story without just hitting him in the face with the Bible, which is not fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a large book. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't give Redbox a dollar well, fifty to get smacked in the face with a pipe. <laughs> and this one, once you kind of know the story of red the guy, <laughs> but once you know the story of the guy, the movie is based on, and how much they've edited out of that. Yeah, it's kind of it. Ma- it makes it feel a bit yeah. more gross yeah. about the whole yeah. thing. In that, basically, it was like it, you very much get the feeling he didn't really do this for America. He did it because he fucking loved killing dudes yeah there's especially middle eastern dudes yeah there's a whole and that's really it's chris kyle thing well, I, yeah, yeah and that and that's where it gets gross you yeah. know is it's kind of like if you know and maybe a lot of people that just love them we don't know about any of that and are just like okay yeah well this guy was a good soldier well all right here's there's a <laughs> lot where they're all yeah well when i when i, when yeah. I kind of there are like, a lot of people that appreciate that part of him as well yeah. and that's when i when i when uh, i kind of kind of came to terms mm. with my own opinion and i and i knew it probably wasn't going to change by reading other stuff that's when i started to you know to read more in, mm-hmm. about it and like i didn't realize like you know this is one of the things i hate to say this but like i looked at the, the book and like the quote that they picked for the, the the jacket on it was from what's his nuts dick marcinko and i was like that <laughs> oh. fucking guy like <laughs> I mean, you talk about somebody like you can't fucking take serious at all. You know, like I'm just like that's that's your that's your quote guy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I mean, just you know, he's fucking. I, you can't believe anything he says. I mean, just talk about like a discredited person. You know, it's like, yeah. I did all of these things. It's like everyone else kind of coming like, yeah, no, you really didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It, it's they, just, there's just there's just the level of like. I, I don't know if I want you to grossness. spoil the movie, but did they did they touch did on his death as far as like. <laughs> the there weird are, there circumstances. are weird circumstances yeah. around it. Yeah. Um, where no, okay. no, it's actually it's like an epilogue. It's like they they actually started making the movie before that happened. Yeah, I just uh, wondered how much Bradley they Cooper had... got to talk to him one time. It said they okay. said because they were already making it. And okay. Yeah, I wondered if they like finished it or not. Yeah, they did. But it's like it's kind of like a almost like a, a um, American graffiti ending. Like, okay. It's like freeze frame. Here's kind of like text words. on the screen. And, okay. Mm-hmm. And then and then actually intercut with footage of the. 
funeral procession, like real footage. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, again, I think that's, you know, I mean, what, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to lay judgment on an actual human being's life or whatever, but, you know, it's like that's always kind of, that, that's a, that's a, that's a sticky wicket when it comes to like, you know, just doing like that like in your official representation of a character versus and then, and that one, and then, and then juxtaposing like, and then, the real and then person. ending yeah. you know with real footage of real life yeah. i mean a, a movie that's kind of universally like unless you're a complete asshole you can't take an antagonistic point of view like schindler's list can do that because it's mm-hmm. okay because like unless yeah. you're a fucking dickhead you don't deny the holocaust and mm-hmm. this guy right. saving a bunch of people yeah so <laughs> there's not really a gray area there um so, you know, like I said, it's just like with something like this where it's like possibly controversial, it feels pandering and kind of gross to do that. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, but I mean, if if they were already filming, that kind of yeah. boxes them into a it, corner it, it as does far as a what bit. they can do with a movie. It does. But like I said, I mean, it's one thing to end with the, you know, the text crawl at the end of like the events afterwards. But then, mm-hmm. like I said, that's the over the credits, like real life, you know, yeah, thing. it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a little yeah. awkward. That's I a little, guess, you know, it's. I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Not to spoil the ending. I didn't actually didn't know that. I didn't know the guy. <laughs> spoiler alert! He died. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, didn't, I didn't go into the alert, movie. We all die. <laughs> right. Well, I didn't know going in the movie. Shit. That's that that had happened. I thought the I guy gotcha. was still out there. Yeah. I didn't know. He was out there sniping. So, <laughs> not out there. I mean, in the <laughs> living in the world. He's out there. He snakes waiting. to this day. <laughs> He's waiting for you. Yeah. Anyway, well, that so, became so awkward. Let's yeah. let's bring the let's bring the mood back yeah. up, BJ. Well, well, what have you watched? Real real quick question: okay. Like, is is there any? Do you recommend this movie at all to anyone ever? <laughs> I mean, and I don't mean that in a demeaning way. I, I just mean, is there a certain circumstance where you recommend this movie? I again, it's not the filmmaking and everything is good. Uh, I you know, if you can completely divorce yourself from any political lines being drawn in the sand. Sure, yeah, watch the movie, I guess. I don't know. There's some, what I think is very obvious, like, I seriously doubt this happened in real life kind of stuff going on it. Like, there's mm-hmm. a thread where it's like, well, that seems very much, like, just crafted for a movie. That can't possibly be a thing. And I come to think, come to find out, I'm pretty sure it is. I don't, it's just like they... Yeah, there's a few things that he completely fabricated. But, well... Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, a, it's an Eastwood movie. Of course it's well shot. I mean... Yeah, it's been doing yeah. this a long time. So, uh, so, back to lighter, the lighter side of mm-hmm, life, mm-hmm. Um, as our friends in Reader's Digest like to remind us. Um, <laughs> don't worry, people who know Reader's Digest will laugh at that. Please condense this. I will. <laughs> um, too busy reading their farmer's almanac right now. To <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. um, <laughs> is that out? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's uh, It just came out. Sweet. Go to... It's on bookshelves now. <laughs> I'd read that. What's a uh, book? I don't know. What's a shelf? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> that's where you. That's where you put the elf. Uh, okay. No. What'd you see, BJ? <laughs> I saw a movie. <laughs> saw a movie with some some puppets in it. Oh, puppets. Yeah. Some some puppets that are muppy. Uh huh. Um, oh, I thought those were the green ones with the red ones and the puppets. Oh, peanut M and puppets. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Um, I watched the uh, Great Muppet Caper, there which you go. is the which is next in line of yep. the Muppet yeah. movies. Mm. Yeah, that's what you do. Um, that's also like a little onion or something, right? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is a large onion. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, it's a, it's the Great oh, Muppet okay. Caper, mm. but it's also fuzzy, which is mm. weird. I don't yeah, know why you put that does. in a soup. Yeah, yeah. strange. Um, <laughs> but um, 
the estimation that this would be more enjoyable than the first one is is correct. I did. I was able to, you know, kind of kick back and, and enjoy it. Um, these the Muppet movies are so kinetic. There is so much shit almost always going on, um, and that's something that I can really appreciate. But um, I actually I, I I did enjoy this one. Um, I don't know how much I really have to say about it because it was like released in 81 and everybody I'm most everybody has seen this one by now but me um but I liked it I I will probably continue with I think it's Muppets Take Manhattan next time um but my favorite yeah uh definitely more focused um feels like they kind of had a a better groove and um yeah, it's not a sort of, skit cameo fest of, now here's Richard Pryor! Right, exactly. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an actual sort of, you know, it's, it's a movie with a, with a plot. Yeah. Um, Pretty good plot, too. Yeah, yeah. Not it, bad. It, it's all right. It's, it's fun. It's a caper. Um, it is it a is, caper. It is. Um, <laughs> and it's great. It's great. <laughs> and it has Muppets. Hmm. So that's all it... it Truth in advertising. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. And it is also Jim Henson's Muppets. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Those are the best Muppets. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, they're the only Muppets. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have an Oscar the Grouch cameo, which I to, to throw the cameo. Oh, yeah, that's in right. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and he actually uh, Jim Henson himself directed that one. Yeah, he did not direct the others. Ah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, yeah, he, he, he didn't was direct making, the first one. I yeah, don't know. No. Yeah, he, he was one. making Dark Crystal. Yeah, that's right. When uh, Muppets Take Manhattan was and Frank Oz did the third one, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know so, what, what's strange? A strangely appealing offshoot of a Muppet movie. What is that? Yeah, I don't. I'm scared for where you're going. <laughs> Elmo and Grouchland. <laughs> There's a full length Elmo movie, but it's not really a Muppet. They're Muppets. Sesame, yes, they're Muppets. Yeah. But Manny Patinkin is the bad guy. Ooh. And it's <laughs> okay. It it it's very watchable for a Sesame Street movie. It's not follow that is bird it, good. Is it definitely uh, follow that bird? Yeah, never seen that. Oh, follow, that was like the first Sesame Street movie. Yeah, yeah. okay. That was like eighty-five. Uh, yeah. yeah. Does it have a, a cameo of the Muppets driving by on a road when no, Big Bird is walking no. to New York? Uh, there are weird cameos in Follow That Bird. I know that, but they're mostly like Saturday Night Live and SCTV people. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, if you get to a point where you're just like, I need a little bit more Muppety, Elmo and Grouchland is not <laughs> bad. Mandy Patinkin, it's good stuff. That's all that in the theater. <laughs> he just loved Mandy Patinkin. He's great. Who doesn't? He's so good. Old people love Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. That's why Chuck likes him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching Muppets Take Manhattan, and, and we'll see if I have more than like 30 words to say about that one. Sweet. Were you confused at the beginning because they were working for a newspaper? Were you like, what is this thing? No, because I also work at a (laughs) newspaper. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You have that that one weird thing. Inside knowledge. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's it's weird to see actual, you know, an attempt at actual journalism in a newspaper. Um, (laughs) It's it's weird to see people employed by a newspaper. Yeah. it's All also, this secondary to the fact that it's perfectly normal to see you know, puppets walking around. In right? that yeah. world, yeah. Sure, yes. 
I mean, in our world, it'd be weird, yeah. but yeah. Know. Did they ride the bikes in the Muppet movie, or was the Great Muppet Caper when they busted that out? Uh, Kermit rode a bike in the Muppet movie. Okay, yeah. Um, and then they, okay, so that is something that is that is probably worth talking about. They went from one bike riding Kermit in the Muppet movie, yeah. and like thirty fucking Muppets riding bikes yeah. in the Great Muppet Caper, and I don't know how they did it. Um, I'm sure I could I could read how they did it, but I couldn't kind of guess. Yeah. Um, it was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, yeah, I. It's so I've fun never to watch. Been able to figure like, it out, unless it's just wires. I think it's remote them. control, and but there's nothing. Like, yeah, I know. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like even if it was wires, how would they hide them? How would they? Yeah, yeah. they they had to. I don't know what they did, but it um, movie magic, yeah, black fucking, magic, yeah, <laughs> or that and some magic. <laughs> um, but like, I I can see how you could hide something with Miss Piggy. Like, that would be the one that I would start with, is Miss Piggy, because she's got big, ruffly clothes, and she's kind of a larger Muppet in general. You can fit more gizmos inside. Put all the robotics in there. Yeah. Yeah. But they start with Kermit, and Kermit is this, you know, the tiny waif of a a frog sitting on this (laughs) giant bicycle, and it... (laughs) Tiny waif of a Muppet frog, I should say. Okay, sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, He's not like a big old fat toad thing. No, Um, no, he's not. And... (laughs) It's just, you look at it and you go, what? Yeah. You know it's not CG. Nope. And you, now, if they did it now, it would definitely yeah. be like, yeah, he'd be like riding a rocket scooter That's or something. CG's taken from us. We would just they, be like, oh, how'd they do it? Uh, CG. They have very much tried to s- stay away from CG as much as possible in the new ones. Um, With good they, reason. They still have to use it, but no. yeah. I don't know. New stuff still looks weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Emails? Yeah. We have some? I just want to note real quick. Uh-huh. Director of Follow That Bird also made Dunstan checks in. <laughs> Good to know. Good to mark know. that on your trivia card. Kids. Pro tip. Yep. All right. First email is from Scott from Dallas. <laughs> okay. Scott from Dallas says, first correspondence of 2015. Heck yeah. Ooh. Greetings, Banffcasters. Late in 2014, I saw on Netflix a little Roger Corman feature called Battle Beyond the Stars. Basically, in late 1978, Corman realized he hadn't ripped off Star Wars enough and figured he might as well rip off Seven Samurai as well. He even managed to get one of the Magnificent Seven to be one of the Seven Adventurers. Makes him wonder how often that guy has gotten that role. It's a pretty fun movie, and I was going to write in to recommend it, but then I saw Raw Force, the Kung Fu Cannibals. (laughs) Raw Force is about a dude who is totally Adolf Hitler, living in the South China Sea in the early 80s. Kidnapping prostitutes from brothels and taking them to a place called Warrior's Island, where only disgraced Kung Fu masters are allowed to tread. There he gives the women to cannibalistic monks who eat the women in order to bring to life dead kung fu masters, and in exchange, Hitler gets all the jade he needs to corner the cheap jade market. I haven't mentioned the protagonist yet, because honestly, the two sets of antagonists are crazy enough it should sell you on this movie. An interesting note is I saw this at an Alamo draft house, and for some reason, a family came to this movie called, and I repeat, Raw Force the Kung Fu Cannibals. It was a husband, wife, someone's adult brother, and a kid who was probably 10. 30 minutes, several depicted uses of drugs, and probably 300 instances of nudity later, they left, dragging the kid with them as he stared transfixed at the tits on the screen. By the way, this movie has a shit ton of female nudity, and for a movie that screams exploitation and seediness, surprisingly slash thankfully, no rape. Man, that thing was a lot of fun, and apparently released recently on Blu-ray, so check that out. (laughs) He continues, he says, also I heard you guys talking about maybe checking out some anime. 
I remember Harlow's big problem was all the ones that'd be good to watch for the show were considered good by anime fans. That's not the case. If an anime is older than five years, it has to be either extremely good or extremely pandering to people who want to marry cartoons for anyone to remember it exists. All the super extreme 80s and 90s anime that Harlow was thinking of is stuff no one is going to care if you mock. This is especially true for Ninja Scroll, although I would highly suggest not covering Ninja Scroll because I hear that it is super rapey. Might I suggest Dracula, Sovereign of the Damned? It's technically a Marvel film. Okay. Anyhow, I figured this email is probably long enough that Mackie's going angry, getting angry about having to scroll on his phone, so I'm signing out. <laughs> I hope you had fun with whatever bad movie you watched before you read this letter. Crash and Burn, Scott from Dallas. Uh, look, I, I would be willing to not... For, we're not doing animation because that's a whole month. Nope. You mean <laughs> but, <laughs> animation? <laughs> but I, I would be willing to entertain the idea of doing um, Fist of the North Star anime and live action in you know, however long of a chunk we want to break them apart. Yeah. That would be a good, interesting thing to test. And okay. it's basically all about battle punch head explode, you know, kind of I would, stuff that I would we totally like, watch yeah. battle punch head explode. <laughs> that <laughs> would, I think yeah. it was a sequel. I, oh, but, okay, you know. oh. yeah, that'd be good. You'd yeah. think it'd be fist of the, like the South Star, but no. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I watched Raw Force this week, actually. What? <laughs> yeah. Why but, did you do that? Well, because I had it. <laughs> oh, uh, good that's reason. good reason. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I, if we got to it, it's going to be a while. So uh, that movie could go either way with us. Um, okay. it is goofy as hell. I, I was worried that it was going to be rapey. I, I, mm. I couldn't from reading the description. I was like, Oh God, I need to probably screen this because if it is, we're, we don't want to get 40 minutes in and then yeah. it just gets so gross. It's like, Oh no, it doesn't, but it could go either way with us. We could be in a really good mood and mm. just have the best time. Or we go, man, this movie's kind of dumb. Well, that movie, the poster they made for that is oh, the one of the best posters ever. Yep. Poster sells it. Yep. The trailer they made for it sells it. Oh, we had Battle Beyond the Stars. I was looking over at our shelf. And... Not that I remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's been brought up a few times. Yeah. But... I don't know. 70s Corman is the best Corman. Yep. Correct. <laughs> uh, next one up is from <laughs> Dylan. Correct. Uh, Dylan says, <laughs> movie suggestion. Hello again, Banffcasters, or whatever you call yourselves. Might I suggest for you next movie-going experience in 1987's The Video Dead. <laughs> if you've already seen it, just watch it again and talk about it, please. If you do so, I'll listen to the podcast and you can have this video dead fan art I made. That is all. If you don't want to watch this movie, please don't watch Tough Guys Don't Dance. I realize you may not think of this movie as quote-unquote bad, but believe me, it is. That is all. Hope you read this, and if you do, tell Chuck his hair looks nice, and then give the live stream audience a thumbs up. Chuck, your hair looks nice. <laughs> Hope you have a beautiful day. Love, Dylan. And he did send some pretty sweet fan art. Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember someone recommending Tough Guys Don't Dance and just being like, really? Why? That's not for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I work on my hair a lot, yeah. and I appreciate it when someone notices, and I have appeared on the internet in, I don't know, maybe 500 hours of video at this point, and finally someone has noticed. Thank you. Do you really work on your hair a lot? Nope. <laughs> I, do I you? take a handful of product to go yoink <laughs> and then it's like ah there eh, good enough <laughs> see i keep just wanting to do the one guard on my head uh-huh. but my wife just will not let me oh. i did that, that was, why not that was good stuff yeah why don't you do it go for it she can't so. stop you when you're in the bathroom with the door locked and the clippers in your hand yeah but she can do other things that i would not appreciate so <laughs> whatever well, you're married it doesn't matter anymore your life's over give or take yeah. For the record, his life is not over. He's still alive. 
I am alive. But if it was over and two other our lives were also over, one of us would make sure that the arrangements were made. Yes, please do. Separately. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) But yeah, video dead. Yeah. I like dead. Sure. And videos. Yeah, videos fun. And video is dead. I mean, videotapes anyway. I've had it on, you know, an October list forever. I just never got to it. Might have it on Blu-ray. So you never done an episode Mm. on it? Nope. All right. But yeah, that's it. Uh, we're running long, so I would just nah. keep the emails at that. Nah. Then hit us with some contact information, sir. All right, it's easy. You go to bmfcast.com, look on the right-hand rail, and all of our social contact information is there. We got buttons that do cool shit, like take you to the inter- the rest of the internet. Um, oh, we are the gateway. Sell you things for the same price you would get them normally, but we get right? a cut. It's always nice. Yeah, it's our Amazon affiliate thing. Costs you no more, gives us money so that we can keep this whole thing going with, with hosting and the like. And uh, then you can email us, bmf at bmfcast.com. That is, uh, that's how to get written words to us. And then the spoken word can be transmitted to us via the Garfield phone, the BMFCast hotline, 9105-DOCS-BMF, 9905569263. He is eagerly awaiting your phone call. You are also, uh, as usual, not required to tell us when you trans uh, when you transport yourself from one state to another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you go transcontinental and you can call us midway, we'll be okay with that. Yeah. If you want to call us as you're crossing like the international dateline, uh huh. So we can speak to you in the future. That we would like. Like, or if you're like going across the Panama Canal. Yeah. Like somehow. Like, sure. I mean, across. But you have not, to not sing through. Panama. Like, if you're going you... through the Panama Canal, fuck you. We don't want to hear about it. But if you're going over it. <laughs> Yeah. No, I want to just... You know, no, if they're going pictures. through, it's fine. That's cool. Oh, okay, then. Yeah, there's locks and stuff. We like that. Yeah. Anywho. There's locks on the Panama Canal? Yeah, <laughs> so nobody steals it. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> anyway, let's get out of here, shall we? Yes. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banff Guest Out. Yeah.